Welcome to Africa Agenda, a podcast produced by the Local Development Research Institute for the Africa Open Data Network. For more information about the network, please visit africaopendatanetwork.org or you can follow us on Twitter on Network for Data, Instagram and Facebook. My name is Shiro. Today's episode is part of a series recorded at the sixth edition of the Agritech Africa International Exhibition and Conference on Agriculture Technology held in Nairobi, Kenya. We spoke with Mr. Gabriel Rugalema, the Food and Agriculture Organization representative in Kenya. Welcome to FAO Radio. Uh, we are live here at the Agricultural uh, Agritech Conference 2019. And uh, with me, I have uh, Mr. Rugalema and uh, Mr. Kirwa. And uh, we will be talking about um, uh, what, what needs to be done in the agricultural sector of our country. And um, uh, Mr. Rugalema will be representing the policymakers of, uh, our, of, our, of our countries and uh, the continent. And Mr. Kiro will be representing the entrepreneurs and the young people. So maybe let's start with the young people. Um, tell us what is the state of agriculture? What, what, what do you feel is the state of agriculture? Being an entrepreneur in agriculture, what is the state of agriculture? And for young people especially. Okay, uh, I'm I'm Roger Skiru, a young farmer from here in Kenya, and uh, I've been farming for three years right now. And uh, uh, as, as of now, I can say the state of uh, the agriculture uh, among us, the young people, is that not a lot of young people are in the sector right now. But uh, there is an improvement from uh, the statistics we had earlier because. We have a lot of, we've been doing a lot of uh, advocacy on matters of agriculture and also we've been trying to let these young people get to understand that agriculture is not only about getting down to the farm. It can engage, you can, uh, you can be, you can, you can uh, do uh, several other things within the value chain. You can be, you can do marketing, you can do, you can be an ICT, you can do processing, yeah. Very good, very good. And uh, you're just from a panel discussion that was talking about the Big Four agenda and um, its input to the 100% to the um, zero hunger. And uh, you really talked about demographics. Just uh, expand a bit on that. The demographics of, of the people. We, we are increasing, but the food is not increasing. Talk a bit about that. Thank Mr. you. Rugalema. Thank you for having me this afternoon. My name is um, Gabriel Rugalema. I'm the FAO representative uh, in Kenya and happy to be at the sixth um, Agritech conference, which we are also co-organizing. I'm proud of that. Uh, so today we discussed about the big four, which is the government legacy agenda between um, last year up to 2022. Uh, and one of them is 100% food security and nutrition. So uh, I said that we need to discuss these things uh, with a bit of imperative, because if you look at the Big Four agenda itself, uh, we still have only three years, ten, uh, one month, and uh, ten days, or something like that, uh, before we are called into account. And right now, Kenya is going uh, through another spell of food insecurity because of drought. But if you look at the demographics of Kenya, when Kenya got independence, we had a population of about six million people. Today is 45 million, 
Uh, and if we are talking about achieving SDGs, we will have already 65 million people. But if you look at food production, and Kenya is a maize eating country, uh, since 1961, uh, maize production has never increased with, uh, uh, above 5 million bags. Today we need about 3.5 million bags a year, but by 2030 we'll be ne needing about uh, uh, 9, 10 million bags every year. But we are talking of uh, stagnation in production, that's not going to take us there. Uh, if you look then at um, other elements, including investment in agriculture, it hasn't really increased in line with the recommendations of uh, Malabo Declaration. And that's why I was saying, look guys, we need to discuss these things with a bit of um, impatience. Uh, because this discussion we have had when I was in school in 1980, and today, 30-something years later, I'm here, still the same discussion. So we need to change the discussion, but most important, we need to change uh, the way uh, things are done. Do bigger things, do them very quickly, efficiently, cost-effectively, then we can increase in, uh, agriculture production, productivity, and expand the market. And as I said, um, technology needs Africa, but Africa needs technology most. Africa uh, needs technology most because we are latecomers, we are slow adopters, we don't really have technology to feed the population that we have. We are going to be dependent on food imports rather than our own production simply because we are not deploying agriculture technologies uh, wide enough and deep enough. So it is important that we benefit from shows like this and conferences like this to expand our portfolio of technologies and to make sure that we apply them to solve real-life problems of food insecurity on this continent. Okay, um, like um, you, you've mentioned some very good de demographics. We're increasing, but the food is not increasing. Uh, but also our youth population is increasing. Uh, I think right now we have more youth than we had when we get independent. Yeah. And um, I know you, youth is at heart. Maybe can you talk a bit about what um, um, FAO as an organization is doing to make sure that uh, what you're advocating for is actually being achieved? Yeah, we have um, worked at different levels with the youth. One um, of them, and which I've done, um, I think, very well, is uh, creation of awareness among the youth that, look, there is money to be made. You don't have to find employment in government because Kenya uh, produces about one million young people every year who leave school at uh, different stages of um, education. They are not all going to find employment in government. So they have to look for employment elsewhere, and most important, they have to generate their own employment. And thus, you can do that in agriculture not only in production, it could be in transportation, it could be in service provision, it could be in processing, it could be in marketing, it could be in any other stage or phase or step of um, value chain. And if you look at um, jobs that can be generated in agriculture, there are so many. Uh, and also for the youth, the other thing we have done has been to work with the government to formulate the 
Youth Agribusiness Strategy, which was launched, I think, in 2017 or early 2018, which actually has got every policy direction that you need for young people to get involved in politics. The implementation has been very slow. We need to take that strategy to the counties to make sure that it is domesticated and that resources are put aside to support the implementation of the strategy at county level. Uh, we have also been working with the young people on, um, on, on um, actual production. Uh, we have worked with young people in uh, different areas, um, in Kilifi, um, in the vegetable value chain. Uh, we have worked with the young people in, um, um, in, in Makueni, um, even in Nandi, I was at his farm a few <laughs> weeks ago. Um, but our resources to engage widely are small. So I think um, our comparative advantage, if you like, is in awareness creation, is in um, policy formulation, is in helping them um, link uh, the young people to government, to service providers, to financial markets and, and, and other things, then they can do the rest themselves. You remember, as I said, we don't need really to treat them with kids' love. They, they are young <laughs> adults who can do a lot of things by themselves. So we'll hold the, their hands a bit and then let them swim in the deeper waters because they are good swimmers. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Rugalema has been to your farm and uh, I think you're working closely with FAO. And um, can, you, can you maybe talk about the importance of actually working with these policymakers, working with researchers for young people? Because also, I think uh, when we talk about um, young people not having access, also I think young people are not really going for the data, they're not going for what is working. Can you speak about that? Having worked with uh, FAO and other development agencies, I've had even an opportunity. They've given me a platform whereby I can share my experience as a farmer and even mentor other young farmers. And also, uh, when, um, when you get these opportunities, you even get... Uh, you, you, we, the young people, say that uh, our biggest impediment in getting involved in agriculture is finances. Myself, with the opportunities I've gotten, I've even gotten partners who have come on board and we're now working together. So he, he said there's, there's a lot of money in agriculture. Is there a lot of money in agriculture? How much money is there in agriculture? Uh, for me, I can say agriculture is profitable if done the right way. If you do it the right way, there's always money in the soil. Maybe what is the right way? Uh, first of all, in any other enterprise, you must involve an expert. That's where most farmers go wrong. A, a farmer goes to the agrovet, buys inputs without the direction from that uh, that person who is really educated about that uh, particular field, they come plant and they make losses. And after making losses, is when uh, they, they 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 can't get to the next season because they made losses in this season. So, yeah. Okay. And also, there are very wrong information we get out there. You go out there, you read from these what uh, blogs that uh, farmers making this amount of money. And then when that farmer goes and practices the, the farming himself, he doesn't make the money. When he doesn't make the, that exact amount you told him or her about, he loses the morale and he doesn't get to farm the next season. Okay. 
Very nice. I know you're busy people. I don't want to keep you a lot. What is your last word um, on um, achieving a um, uh, big four agenda and uh, target zero, 100% target zero hunger, uh, based on what you have talked about uh, previously? I think um, I want to say that uh, it's doable. It's doable. Uh, many other countries have, uh, have done it. Um, and it's doable, but in Africa we have to do it sooner because uh, we have um, a young generation uh, and we have a hungry generation. When you have um, youth and hunger, can generate a lot of um, anxiety and a lot of, um, of, of anger too. So we need to do it very, very quickly. First, um, let the government and the private sector invest in agriculture in a meaningful way. In, uh, in a way that agriculture will generate jobs, will generate incomes and food. That is one. Two, I think for the population of Africa also to wake up and say agriculture is um, where you can make your money. Rather than um, perceiving it as, as an occupation for a poor man or a very uneducated person. Um, agriculture is changing too and it needs expertise and needs professionalism. So I will stop there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you for the last one? Uh, for me, I think uh, I would say that uh, the Big Four agenda is something that is doable, but let's work with the right people. Let's get down to the farmers. Let's meet the farmers. Let's engage them, and uh, everything will be, will be okay. So that was Kirwa and Mr. Rugalema. Thank you so much for the conversation, and uh, looking forward to having more conversations as the conference goes on. Thank, Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. The recordings were made possible thanks to our friends at the Food and Agriculture Organization, FAO, Kenya office, who set up a radio booth at the exhibition. Many thanks also to everyone who stopped by and had a quick chat with us.